Hello and welcome back to some more early morning barking, talking about BPD and MPD by somebody that has both. This is the podcast version that goes along with the YouTube version, which you can find at youtube.com slash early morning barking, or is it slash channel slash just go to YouTube and search early morning barking. You'll be fine. Unless you're watching this on that channel, then you, you, you're a step ahead of me. Well done. You win this round. I'll get you next time. So here today, we're going to talk about MPD and fantasies of power, which is one of my more favorite ones. I'll be honest. Uh, this is definitely one where I can relate. This is one where I lived a lot. Um, see, when you think of narcissists, you think of controlling people, you think of the the relationship abuse behavior, all of that sort of thing. You don't tend to think so much of the fantasies of power. But we have numerous examples throughout history and around the world of narcissistic people deciding that they should be in charge. And it's fair to say that some of us throughout history have had some fairly sick and twisted ideas about what should happen when they're in charge, and the rest of the world vehemently disagreed with them about them being in charge. Um, yeah, so it's not about hatred or prejudices. It's about a feeling of superiority. It's about a feeling of, oh, come here, let me do it. It's this feeling that everything would just be much better if I were in charge of it. And if not that, then I should be somebody with a lot of power. And I, I would like to have a lot of power. And that was where everything in my life revolved around. That was, that was the plan, right? I didn't just want to do well. I didn't just want to make a lot of money. I wanted power. And I was looking around the world at people who had power and, uh, you know, I landed on media because, well, you want to talk about power, you want to talk about world influence and that kind of thing, then definitely media, right? I mean, that's the way forward. Look at Rupert Murdoch. We talk about how the newspapers get to pick the next prime minister and that kind of thing. Well, I would like to run that. That was my thinking. And so I set out to do that. I obviously got nowhere, you know? Uh, I obviously didn't do very well at all because, you know, here we are, not in charge of the world, not picking prime ministers, doing doing a little YouTube uh, channel and a podcast which has double-figure downloads. So little little bit off running the world, but, you know, that was very much the plan. Build a media empire, run the world. Seriously. And I tell that to people and they're like, you're ridiculous. Don't, don't be silly. Like, seriously, seriously, that was the plan. That was actually seriously the plan. Now, did I go about doing it the right way? Absolutely not. And ultimately, I don't want to run the world. You know, it's a bit of a nightmare. Who can be bothered with that sort of thing, ultimately? Uh, and I'd like to think I'm a nice person, so I wouldn't want to hurt anybody to do it. And invariably, people who try to run the world end up hurting somebody, and I don't really want to do that ever. So, you know, that, that was ultimately a barrier that stood in my way. But this 
this fantasy is a power. You know, okay, taking over the world is an extreme example. But this can happen in lots of little microcosm contexts around the world, in your life, right? Yeah, I had the thing about taking over the world, but somebody might have big designs on running your office, right? Somebody might really, really wish they could fire you or fire a number of people around your office. Some people might already have that power and enjoy flexing it just because they can. Which is horrific, but, you know, here we are. So power comes in lots of different forms, lots of different shapes and sizes. It doesn't have to be run the world. It could be somebody just very controlling. It could be somebody who wants to take over something. You know, fantasies of power. That can That's a very vague thing when you actually think about it. That can come out in so many different ways. And it's, I'll be honest, it's one that I enjoy playing with. Right? It's a fun one. It's, uh, it, it depends how seriously you take it. And it's, I, I've learned to laugh at it more than anything because I can see the absurdity of it in my own case, because I don't, you know, I don't want to run the office. I don't want to run the company. I want to take over the world or run the world, whatever. And that's ludicrous. That's insane. It's never, ever, ever, ever going to happen. The only way it could happen is if the, the only person left alive is me and then I'm in charge of the world. And so I can laugh at that. I can laugh at that. I'm not ever going to conceivably do anything about that. But what if I just wanted to be promoted at work? What if I wanted something that wasn't so ludicrous, but came with fantasies of power? Then you could see perhaps there might be a road to doing something about it. There might be a path to beginning this fantasy of power there's nowhere for me to start with taking over the world you can't do that it's impossible so where does someone start if all they want to do is become your boss well then you can start seeing the potential for some really hideous behavior coming out can't you some really ruthless cutthroat i will succeed at any cost and when you mix this in with other mpd traits of you know, feelings of superiority, feeling that everyone else is scum, feeling, you know, that you, that whatever you have to do to people to do what you want to do is justified because you can do it. So therefore you are reasonable in doing it. That's always the argument with the, the narcissistic traits. I can do it to you. Therefore it's my place to do it to you. If you were better and could stop me doing this to you, then that would change the order of things. But you're not, so I can. I can. That's that's what we think about things. And so if we're trying to do something with this fantasy of power, then of course we can end up treating people horrifically. And you, you know, you build this up on a bigger, bigger scale, and eventually you get to well-known dictators and horrific people throughout history, right? You know, it, it's it's not too many steps between you can see the path um 
and this, you know, these fantasies of power can, you know, there are some people who are doing quite well with it. There are some people who are doing far too well with it. All of your internet influences, all of your people like that, who get off on having influence, this is part of it. And though I'm not saying that everyone who does, who has this sort of thinking has MPD. Of course, this is one trait. They might only have this one thing, but that's kind of unlikely to have a fantasy of power and then to not have any other related narcissistic traits would seem an unlikely thing situation to be in. But you can see how this starts treating people badly. Now, from the point of view of the narcissist, there's a lot to get over here. I mean, why are they having fantasies of power? What's wrong with, you know, that that's something that can quite clearly come from a childhood thing, from a traumatic experience where a control was taken away from you. Now I want ultimate control. I'm, I'm going back the other way with it. That's That's perhaps where things went for me from growing up with a feeling of a lack of control over my life, over the world, over decisions made for me. And then when you reach that early adulthood from late adolescence and you start to rebel against your childhood, you start to sort of take back that control and it can start to come at any cost. You know, like I'm defending myself right i'm standing up for myself in a way i'm taking control i'm taking what i deserve it's mine and so if you stand in the way then screw you 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 just you're in my way that's that's our mindset and this comes from realizing you know we we need to deal with it by realizing why we're doing it and then by realizing that our behavior our uh whatever we feel the need to do being, you know, justifiable is inappropriate, is not okay. That we need to, you know, we can cut off empathy for people so we don't have to feel bad about them. We don't have to take their feelings into account. And yes, we do. Yes, we do have to take people's feelings into account. And so we can't do anything about it until we start to get that empathy. And from the point of view of everyone around us, this is just hideous to put up with. It's hideous to go through. Who wants to deal with that? Who wants to be treated like that? Actually, you know, some people, but not many people, not many people, not in a day-to-day office setting. We're acting to other fantasies now. You know, this is, you know, I've talked about Cluster B and Kink and other private pursuits of that nature and you know this is a common way for this sort of behavior to come out safely to have that fancy of power and control and to be in a situation where it's okay if you exert that within reasonable pre-discussed boundaries safely done and etc etc it's part of that link between mental health problems and kink and bdsm to be perfectly honest with you you have people who do have this power this wish for power sorry and want it to come out and play with it and have fun with it and as long as they can confine it to a particular context or area of life it tends to be okay 
that's a way of dealing with it, a way of living with it going forward. But it's not what I'm necessarily getting into and suggesting as a method of therapy at all. But of course, it's just an example of what some people do. Um, I think I'm going to leave that one here today. MPD and fantasies of power. I don't have them anymore. I don't have them anymore because, like I say, I'm aware of how ludicrous they are. But for those of you who do... This is what drives you. This is seen as ambition, and it's okay to a certain extent. Ambition is good. Drive is good, but not at the expense of the well-being of others. Not at the, the cost of being a dick. And to those of you putting up with it, I'm sorry. Stand back. Stand out of the way. Run to the side. And don't let us roll over you. Don't let us take that control. But also... You know, don't put up with too much. So I hope that's helpful. You be sure to hit the uh, like and subscribe buttons. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is a podcast, not YouTube. Go on over to YouTube. Uh, visit that. Follow me on Twitter at Barking, at Instagram at Early Morning Barking, TikTok's Early Morning Barking, and of course, patreon.com slash early morning barking. I'll be back soon with another podcast and that. If you want to catch up with more, again, youtube.com slash early morning barking. I'll see you later. You take care. Bye-bye.